Thank you for joining us today. Today is January 31st, year 2021. The theme is the power of God, the title, the authority of Christ. The text that we will be studying today is found in Mark chapter 1, and I will be beginning with the 21st verse. It goes as follows. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then, a man in the synagogue who, who was possessed with an evil spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Come out of him. The evil spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this, a new teaching? And with authority, he even gives orders to the evil spirits and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. The reading of God's word. Will you bow your heads with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in this particular passage, Lord, the authority of Jesus is uh, revealed. Revealed as the word of God and over the evil spirits. Today, the Christian faith and its authority is constantly uh, under scrutiny. But Father, may we resolve to know beyond the shadow of a doubt that Christ has all the authority of God empowered by the Spirit. Speak to our hearts and, and may our lives uh, be uh, an example of living under your authority. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus and his four disciples go to Capernaum. Capernaum is located on the northern tip of the Sea of Galilee. It is believed to be the hometown of these four disciples, Andrew, Peter, James, and John. This is gleaned from verse 29. It goes as follows. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. We know Simon to be the same person as Peter. Jesus gave Simon the name Peter. Keep in mind that Capernaum was the hometown of these boys throughout the sermon. Although the Gospel of Mark does not record it, chronologically, they go to Nazareth first. On the Sabbath that they entered when they were in Nazareth, uh, Jesus goes to the synagogue and stands to read the scripture. He finds the place he wanted to read and he began reading these words. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then our Lord Jesus rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began by saying, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. 
Verse 22 of Luke chapter 4 says, All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. And then it goes on to say, Then someone started to question, Isn't this Joseph's son? And they rejected Jesus and his authority. I sometimes wonder if the disciples questioned Jesus' authority after witnessing his hometown rejection. Mark doesn't deem that necessary and skips Nazareth entirely and picks up with Jesus and his four disciples entering their hometown, Capernaum. What would be Jesus' teaching point to these new students? The obvious would be Jesus is teaching with authority. Although the Nazarenes may have rejected Jesus, the people of Capernaum marveled at him. The people were amazed, Mark 1.22 says. They were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Mark, the Gospel of Mark, is careful to contrast the authority of Jesus with that of the scribes. In short, the people were completely amazed by Jesus' teaching. The Jewish teachers often quoted well-known rabbis to give their words more authority or more clout. But Jesus didn't need to have that because Jesus was the Son of God. He knew exactly what the Scripture said and what the Scriptures meant. He was the ultimate authority, and it was evident evident to all who heard him. This would ultimately cause a great divide between Jesus and the religious leaders of the day, and they would reject Jesus as the Messiah. Mark notes Jesus' authority expanded not only to the word of God, but also over Satan and his demons. The This would be the second lesson for his followers, Jesus' authority over satanic forces. As Jesus was preaching, suddenly a man started shouting. (laughs) This was not your innocent uh, question out of curiosity like sometimes happens. This is a satanic attack to disrupt the service, shouting, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Other translations use different verbiage for Jesus' reply. The NIV says, be quiet. Come out of him, Jesus said sternly. And then the King James Version says, and Jesus rebuked him saying, hold thy peace and come out of him. The New Living Translation Words it, Jesus cut him short. Be quiet. Come out of the man, he ordered. And then the message, Jesus shuts him up. Quiet. Get out of him. <laughs> As you can see, the English language has some difficulties coming up with a phrase that shows that Jesus was not fooling around with trying to be politically correct. Jesus recognizes it was not the man, but the evil spirit dwelling in the man, and as sternly as possible, rebukes the spirit and commands it to come out of him. In verse 26, without any recourse except to submit to a higher authority, 
The evil spirit left the man. But first, to show his anger and protest, the evil spirit screams and threw the man into a convulsion. Exactly what would that look like? We have to guess. But the picture I have is this poor guy having what looks like a severe spasm that thrusts him to the ground. And then with a final shriek, the devil, the demon, left. To me, this is much more than a, a mental illness or a, a mental retardation. This is a hostile outside force which controlled the man. I believe this is a good time to talk about Satan. <laughs> uh, there's so much on TV about Satan and zombies and the walking dead. But we know a lot about Satan. Satan is real. Satan, his power is real. Satan is strong. But he is not to be in the same category of God or Jesus or the, uh, the Spirit of God. He is not all-knowing. He cannot work outside the parameters predetermined by God. He cannot be compared to God, but he can be compared to an angel. I'm reading at this time from the book of Job. Satan has, I mean, excuse me, Job has Satan coming to God to give an accounting of what he's been up to. It describes Satan working only within God's prescribed limits. He is not allowed to do more evil than God allows. And we know that in the end, Satan and all his demons will be tormented in the lake of fire forever. That's from Revelation 20.10. After seeing all of this, no wonder the people were so amazed and asked each other, What is this? A new teaching? And with authority, he only gives orders to the evil spirits and they obey him. <laughs> History has told us that the lessons such as this shaped the lives of his followers of yesterday. Likewise, today, we can take great confidence in Jesus' authority. Our world tries to discredit and strip God's authority by attacking our beliefs. But Jesus is all we need. There is a, a chorus we used to sing. It's titled, the, the, In the Name of Jesus. But the song expresses Jesus' strength, his power, and giving us confidence in his name. I'm just going to give you the, the first verse. There is strength in the name of the Lord. There is power in the name of the Lord. There is hope in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Will you bow your heads with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, truly, the authority of, of the Bible, the authority of God and Jesus, are challenged and more so uh, in this day and age. But may we and all who hear the words, the, the, read the scripture and hear the scripture, have a resolve that Jesus is enough. 
He is all that we need. May it be so. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you next week. God bless you. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Today is January 31st, year 2021. The theme is the power of God, the title, the authority of Christ. The text that we will be studying today is found in Mark chapter 1, and I will be beginning with the 21st verse. It goes as follows. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then, a man in the synagogue who, God, who was possessed with an evil spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Come out of him. The evil spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this, a new teaching? And with authority, he even gives orders to the evil spirits and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. The reading of God's word. Will you bow your heads with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in this particular passage, Lord, the authority of Jesus is uh, revealed. Revealed as the word of God and over the evil spirits. Today, the Christian faith and its authority is constantly uh, under scrutiny. But Father, may we resolve to know beyond the shadow of a doubt, that Christ has all the authority of God, empowered by the Spirit. Speak to our hearts and, and may our lives uh, be uh, an example of living under your authority. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus and his four disciples go to Capernaum. Capernaum is located on the northern tip of the Sea of Galilee. It is believed to be the hometown of these four disciples, Andrew, Peter, James, and John. This is gleaned from verse 29. It goes as follows. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. We know Simon to be the same person as Peter. Jesus gave P uh, Simon the name Peter. Keep in mind that Capernaum was the hometown of these boys throughout the sermon. 
Although the Gospel of Mark does not record it, chronologically, they go to Nazareth first. On the Sabbath that they entered when they were in Nazareth, uh, Jesus goes to the synagogue and stands to read the scripture. He finds the place he wanted to read, and he began reading these words. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then our Lord Jesus rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him, and he began by saying, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. <laughs> Verse 22 of Luke chapter 4 says, All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. And then it goes on to say, Then someone started to question, Isn't this Joseph's son? And they rejected Jesus and his authority. I sometimes wonder if the disciples questioned Jesus' authority after witnessing his hometown rejection. Mark doesn't deem that necessary and skips Nazareth entirely and picks up with Jesus and his four disciples entering their hometown, Capernaum. What would be Jesus' teaching point to these new students? The obvious would be Jesus' teaching with authority. Although the Nazarenes may have rejected Jesus, the people of Capernaum marveled at him. The people were amazed, Mark 1.22 says. They were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Mark, the Gospel of Mark, is careful to contrast the authority of Jesus with that of the scribes. In short, the people were completely amazed by Jesus' teaching. The Jewish teachers often quoted well-known rabbis to give their words more authority or more clout. But Jesus didn't need to have that because Jesus was the Son of God. He knew exactly what the Scripture said and what the Scriptures meant. He was the ultimate authority, and it was evident, evident to all who heard him. This would ultimately cause a great divide between Jesus and the religious leaders of the day, and they would reject Jesus as the Messiah. Mark notes Jesus' authority expanded not only to the word of God, but also over Satan and his demons. The, uh, this would be the second lesson for his followers. Jesus' authority over satanic forces. As Jesus was preaching, suddenly a man started shouting. <laughs> this was not your innocent uh, question out of curiosity like sometimes happens. This is a satanic attack to disrupt the service, shouting, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are the Holy One of God. Other translations use different verbiage for Jesus' reply. The NIV says, be quiet. Come out of him. 
Jesus said sternly. And then the King James Version says, And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace, and come out of him. The New Living Translation words it, Jesus cut him short. Be quiet. Come out of the man, he ordered. And then the message, Jesus shuts him up. Quiet. Get out of him. <laughs> As you can see, the English language has some difficulties difficulties coming up with a phrase that shows that Jesus was not fooling around with trying to be politically correct. Jesus recognizes it was not the man, but the evil spirit dwelling in the man, and as sternly as possible, rebukes the spirit and commands it to come out of him. In verse 26, without any recourse except to submit to a higher authority, the evil spirit left the man. But first, to show its anger and protest, the evil spirit screams and threw the man into a convulsion. Exactly what would that look like? We have to guess. But the picture I have is this poor guy having what looks like a severe spasm that thrusts him to the ground. And then with a final shriek, the devil, the demon, left. To me, this is much more than a, a mental illness or a, a mental retardation. This is a hostile outside force which controlled the man. I believe this is a good time to talk about Satan. <laughs> uh, there's so much on TV about Satan and zombies and the walking dead. But we know a lot about Satan. Satan is real. Satan, his power is real. Satan is strong. But he is not to be in the same category of God or Jesus or the, uh, the Spirit of God. He is not all-knowing. He cannot work outside the parameters predetermined by God. He cannot be compared to God, but he can be compared to an angel. I'm reading at this time from the book of Job. Satan has, I mean, excuse me, Job has Satan coming to God to give an accounting of what he's been up to. It describes Satan working only within God's prescribed limits. He is not allowed to do more evil than God allows. And we know that in the end, Satan and all his demons will be tormented in the lake of fire forever. That's from Revelation 20.10. After seeing all of this, no wonder the people were so amazed and asked each other, what is this? A new teaching and with authority? He even gives orders to the evil spirits and they obey him. <laughs> History has told us that the lessons such as this shaped the lives of his followers of yesterday. Likewise, today, we can take great confidence in Jesus' authority. Our world tries to discredit and strip God's authority by attacking our beliefs. But Jesus is all we need. There is a, a chorus we used to sing. It's titled, the, the, In the Name of Jesus. But the song expresses Jesus' strength, his power, and given us confidence in his name. 
I'm just going to give you the, the first verse. There is strength in the name of the Lord. There is power in the name of the Lord. There is hope in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Will you bow your hands with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, truly, the authority of, of the Bible, the authority of God and Jesus are challenged and more so uh, in this day and age. But may we and all who hear the words, the, the read the scripture and hear the scripture, have a resolve that Jesus is enough. He is all that we need. May it be so. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. And we will... See you next week. God bless you. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Today is January 31st, year 2021. The theme is the power of God, the title, the authority of Christ. The text that we will be studying today is found in Mark chapter 1, and I will be beginning with the 21st verse. It goes as follows. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then, a man in the synagogue who, God, who was possessed with an evil spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Come out of him. The evil spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this, a new teaching? And with authority, he even gives orders to the evil spirits and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. The reading of God's word. Will you bow your heads with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in this particular passage, Lord, the authority of Jesus is uh, revealed. Revealed as the word of God and over the evil spirits. Today, the Christian faith and its authority is constantly uh, under scrutiny. But Father, may we resolve to know beyond the shadow of a doubt, that Christ has all the authority of God, empowered by the Spirit. 
speak to our hearts and, and may our lives uh, be uh, an example of living under your authority. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus and his four disciples go to Capernaum. Capernaum is located on the northern tip of the Sea of Galilee. It is believed to be the hometown of these four disciples, Andrew, Peter, James, and John. This is gleaned from verse 29. It goes as follows. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. We know Simon to be the same person as Peter. Jesus gave Simon the name Peter. Keep in mind that Capernaum was the hometown of these boys throughout the sermon. Although the Gospel of Mark does not record it, chronologically, they go to Nazareth first. On the Sabbath that they entered when they were in Nazareth, uh, Jesus goes to the synagogue and stands to read the scripture. He finds the place he wanted to read, and he began reading these words. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then our Lord Jesus rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began by saying, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. <laughs> Verse 22 of Luke chapter 4 says, All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. And then it goes on to say, Then someone started to question, Isn't this Joseph's son? And they rejected Jesus and his authority. I sometimes wonder if the disciples questioned Jesus' authority after witnessing his hometown rejection. Mark doesn't deem that necessary and skips Nazareth entirely and picks up with Jesus and his four disciples entering their hometown, Capernaum. What would be Jesus' teaching point to these new students? The obvious would be, Jesus is teaching with authority. Although the Nazarenes may have rejected Jesus, the people of Capernaum marveled at him. The people were amazed, Mark 1.22 says. They were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Mark, the Gospel of Mark, is careful to contrast the authority of Jesus with that of the scribes. In short, the people were completely amazed by Jesus' teaching. The Jewish teachers often quoted well-known rabbis to give their words more authority or more clout. But Jesus didn't need to have that because Jesus was the Son of God. He knew exactly what the Scripture said and what the Scriptures meant. He was the ultimate authority, and it was evident evident to all who heard him. This would ultimately cause a great divide between Jesus and the religious leaders of the day, and they would reject Jesus as the Messiah. 
Mark notes Jesus' authority expanded not only to the word of God, but also over Satan and his demons. The, uh, this would be the second lesson for his followers, Jesus' authority over satanic forces. As Jesus was preaching, suddenly a man started shouting. <laughs> this was not your innocent uh, question out of curiosity like sometimes happens. This is a satanic attack to disrupt the service, shouting, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Other translations use different verbiage for Jesus' reply. The NIV says, be quiet. Come out of him, Jesus said sternly. And then the King James Version says, and Jesus rebuked him saying, hold thy peace and come out of him. The New Living Translation words it, Jesus cut him short. Be quiet. Come out of the man, he ordered. And then the message, Jesus shuts him up. Quiet, get out of him. <laughs> As you can see, the English language has some difficulties coming up with a phrase that shows that Jesus was not fooling around with trying to be politically correct. Jesus recognizes it was not the man, but the evil spirit dwelling in the man. And as sternly as possible, rebukes the spirit and commands it to come out of him. In verse 26, without any recourse except to submit to a higher authority, the evil spirit left the man. But first, to show its anger and protest, the evil spirit screams and threw the man into a convulsion. Exactly what would that look like? We have to guess. But the picture I have is this poor guy having what looks like a severe spasm that thrusts him to the ground. And then with a final shriek, the devil, the demon left. To me, this is much more than a, a mental illness or a, a mental retardation. This is a hostile outside force which controlled the man. I believe this is a good time to talk about Satan. <laughs> uh, there's so much on TV about Satan and zombies and the walking dead. But we know a lot about Satan. Satan is real. Satan, his power is real. Satan is strong. But he is not to be in the same category of God or Jesus or the, uh, the Spirit of God. He is not all-knowing. He cannot work outside the parameters predetermined by God. He cannot be compared to God, but he can be compared to an angel. I'm reading at this time from the book of Job. Satan has, I mean, excuse me, Job has Satan coming to God to give an accounting of what he's been up to. It describes Satan working only within God's prescribed limits. He is not allowed to do more evil than God allows. And we know that in the end, Satan and all his demons will be tormented in the lake of fire forever. That's from Revelation 2010. 
After seeing all of this, no wonder the people were so amazed and asked each other, What is this? A new teaching? And with authority? He even gives orders to the evil spirits and they obey him. <laughs> History has told us that the lesson such as this shaped the lives of his followers of yesterday. Likewise, today, we can take great confidence in Jesus' authority. Our world tries to discredit and strip God's authority by attacking our beliefs, but Jesus is all we need. There is a, a course we used to sing. It's titled, the, the, In the Name of Jesus. But the song expresses Jesus' strength, his power, and giving us confidence in his name. I'm just going to give you the, the first verse. There is strength in the name of the Lord. There is power in the name of the Lord. There is hope in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Will you bow your head with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, truly, the authority of, of the Bible, the authority of God and Jesus, are challenged and more so uh, in this day and age. But may we and all who hear the words, the, the, read the scripture and hear the scripture, have a resolve that Jesus is enough. He is all that we need. May it be so. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. And we will... See you next week. God bless you.